so how was work? I hate my fucking job. <laughs> Don't we all? Don't we all? How was your day? Um, fine. I was busy. I've, I've been off all day, but I had to go to Pier 1 and buy some new cups because I didn't have any cups anymore. And, um, did some housework and some laundry and played some games. Ooh, what'd you play? Um, I did some Animal Crossing and some Monster Hunter. Nice. That's about all I play right now. I, I, like, I should get Animal Crossing, but I just, I feel bad about my town that I have on the DS. Play them both. That's a lot of Animal Crossing. (laughs) Yeah, it's pretty fun, though. I just did the second upgrade on my house and now I owe the guy like 200,000 bells. Have you built any bridges or passed any ordinances? Um, I passed an ordinance to make the economy better. That made like stuff sell for more. Um, but I haven't built any bridges yet. I did build a fountain, however. I saw. Yeah. It's lovely. It and it was expensive. How bad? Uh, it was two hundred thousand bells. Damn. And the townspeople would donate like a hundred at a time. So basically, I paid for the whole thing. That's what I saw somewhere. Like you can get people to donate, but they donate like five bells. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, wa- I'm watching Joey play monster. Because you were jacked up on coffee. Why are you yawning? Um. I may have been, been an overstatement. <laughs> no, I was um, I was browsing Miiverse, mm-hmm. and there's a. Have you played Mighty Switch Force? No, I haven't. Okay, um, I'm done talking to you. Good night. <laughs> I probably will eventually. <laughs> but there's you have to rescue um, these five like prison sisters. And I drew a picture of one and was like, this one's my favorite, just because I felt like drawing her because she's my favorite. And this one guy's like, no, the one with the pigtails is the best. It's like, dude, you're wrong. <laughs> wrong. It's a fairly subjective thing. No, it's not. I'm I'm right, and he's wrong. <laughs> Internet magic is happening. Yay. Hey, what's up, guys? Hi. Hey. So we're still um, getting kind of set up here in this room and trying to figure out exactly how we're doing this. So just one second, all right? Okay. (sighs) Again, hey, hey, hey. I'm sorry for the delay. I know I kind of, like, really wanted this to happen and then was really late, so I'm sorry. (laughs) I don't care. They sound like um, on-the-scene reporters on a radio news show or something. This is in the first radio guy ever to be late. <laughs> this is why I was born with a face for radio. I was not born with feet to be fast. <laughs> uh, 
Oh. I guess I can put in like my actual microphone. So, by the way, I wanted to make sure to mention that Dan, uh, my roommate here and another guest of the podcast, is actually playing in the Pokemon tournament, the Wi-Fi one, right now as we speak. This is how hard. Fancy. This is how hardcore of a Pokemon fan this guy is. Okay. <laughs> Just saying. I hope he doesn't make any awful mistakes because he's talking to us. He won't. Is it a- I was going to say, would it be like a bad idea to just shout out random Pokemon moves in the hope that I can make him <laughs> put one out? Quick, use Metronome. That'll work. Leech Seed! Leech Seed! <laughs> that being said, have either of you guys uh, registered for any of, or this current tournament, like any of them that they're doing? No. Yeah. You always get something kind of cool in Black or White 2 for it. Like, last time it was one of the, what was it? It was, so, oh, it was some... Some berries last time. Well, before that, that it was a lot cooler. Than, it was a lot cooler than some berries before. Okay. Say <laughs> that doesn't sound very cool. <laughs> it was some like Zekrom or Reshiram. That sounds amazing. I don't know. It was like some background that you got for your. I don't know. You know, whatever. Pokemon has never been about giving us the rewards we really want. I think that's part of the problem. <laughs> so is it is it the four of us? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Uh, so I assume that the gist of the conversation is mostly Pokemon, Wii U, uh, G3, how it compares to the other systems. Sure. Okay. Is that what we're going for? <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I thought the topic was, you know, why we enjoy lingerie. Yes. Hey, I could, men, I could talk about that for a while. Okay. <laughs> no, Dave and I were talking about why we like to wear it ourselves. Okay. I could talk about that for a while, too. <laughs> it's it's predominantly a comfort issue. <laughs> Sometimes you just want to feel pretty. <laughs> uh, Aaron, I love you. So, so I uh, I'm gonna give away my rock band microphone to Dan, who I'm gonna make introduce himself to you guys real quick. Okay. Okay, go for it. Hey, I'm Dan. Uh, I do like Pokemon. <laughs> that is, uh, uh, yeah. Yes. I'm prepared. Great intro. Uh, I'm in the middle of this tournament right now, and I'm I'm actually getting hosed, so I'm kind of distracted. And I'm running out of time to attack. Oh, no. Uh, go, go for it. Leech Seed. Leech Seed. <laughs> Metronome. <laughs> Metronome. Sweet kiss. Uh. I like the fact that we can all just shout out these random moves and know which ones are decent and which ones are ridiculous moves that should never be used. You would never use Fine Whip. Come on. Rain Dance, Rain Dance. Hey, I fought plenty of Rain Dance teams that I respect now, okay? <laughs> so, um, being that I guess we are all kind of Pokemon fans, I think that it would be really cool to talk about X and Y, because that seems to be the only thing that I really care about, other than breathing and eating and sleeping, <laughs> as of late. You have like a long uh, four months ahead of you, don't you? You have no idea. I And, and, and the fact that I'm going to have and a even daughter... That's, even that's debatable. <laughs> even the fact that I'm gonna, my girlfriend's having our our baby daughter in July, and that's way before October. That doesn't really help me very much. Make sure you tell your daughter that when she's old enough to understand that uh, Pokemon overshadowed her birth. 
look, my daughter's going to totally get it. She's my look, Dad. It's okay. You were EV training your team. Should have been EV training me, but it's all right. I'll totally get it. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty excited for Pokemon. Is it sad that the the new feature that I'm the most excited about is the Pokemon and me thing, and so I can pet my Pokemon? Are you kidding me? I've been to pet my Pokemon since I was like 1996 with Bacorn. That's just all what I'm about. I think my I think my intent with Pokemon has shifted. Because I used to, I was always been really into like breeding and EV training, and you know even breeding for perfect, uh, perfect IV or two. And now I just after black two, white two, I was just like, I think I just want to collect Pokemon and play with ones that I like instead of playing with ones that will dominate against a real person in battle. So it sounds like your struggle with Pokemon brings us to a perfect point. The fact that Nintendo and Game Freak need to re uh, renovate uh, that's the word I was looking for. Renovate the EV and IV system. Is that is that something we can agree on? Or just get rid of it. Get rid of it. Get rid of it. Yeah. That's a very sure, just get rid claim. of it. I just want to I just want to play with the Pokemon I like and possibly win. But all the Pokemon I like are not good. So would it make you feel better if Pokemon and me made it so you could just pet your little Jigglypuff all day and eventually it would like really like you and have awesome EVs? Is that is that what you're wanting? Yes. Yes, that would be ideal. Okay, so I guess another <laughs> question is, do you guys think that Pokemon and me will be something that has anything to do with EVs at all ever in the future? No, it might be. I don't think so. I think it's there just to be. I think I think Nintendo knows that there's a split. There's the people who play Pokemon for the cute aspect of it and the collect them all and hey, this is fun, and the people who are like really really hardcore doing all the EV training and all that. And I think that Pokemon Me is basically oh, so you're not really interested in doing math here. Pet your Clefairy. Yeah, or you're not really interested in understanding this, like, convoluted system that isn't even, like, actually even presented to you in the game that you have to dig around on the internet to learn about. That's the idea. That's why you make it a little game that you don't have to understand the complicated system. You're just like, oh, I pat him on his head, and his head gets harder. He's smarter or something. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I I just want them to bring, A, I want them to bring Poppins back. B, I want to feed my Pokemon Poffins and pet it and then have a good time with it. No, I never really thought about Poffins, but this whole time I'm just sitting here thinking of tickling my Pokemon to make their special defense go up or something like. See? It's perfect. See, the thing that I really like about Pokemon Me is it seems to apply to any Pokemon you have. So, theoretically, you can sit there and get cuddly with a Gyarados or a Pinsir or, you know... Yeah. The ridiculously, like, those those Pokemon that are designed to look tough and badass, you can sit there and just rub their bellies until they smile. I like that. Yep. I love touching magma. Oh, you're so pretty. <laughs> but really, all the all the aspects of Pokemon I've liked are, like, collecting and, like, finding a really rare Pokemon and trading to get a rare Pokemon. Honestly, I've never really been too much into battling. What? Why <laughs> have you... What have you been I doing with these, these games all these years? Collecting and breeding and raising Pokemon to battle and then never actually battling Fucking with them. weirdo. 
<laughs> I know. So I think I realized why instead of spending like 150 hours or more getting this perfect team that everyone else is going to have because most people battle with like the same, like we'll say like 20 Pokemon, then I'm just going to get the ones I want. I'm just going to take it easy. Yeah, I'm going to be the best at collecting Pokemon. <laughs> no one ever was. Yeah. Except for all the people on Hoarders. You know, they're going to have a Hoarders best. episode for people like us someday. Do you think that they have, like, in the Pokemon universe, a version of Hoarders where, like, people just go in, it's like, you need to step outside, and they look inside their house, and there's just, like, 300 chances. I like to assume those are every house that's locked and you can't go into. <laughs> it's just filled to the brim. <laughs> it's just someone who has every single Ultra Ball in existence piled under their couch. But I bought this Ultra Ball in Cerulean City. It's different. We we, we need to take <laughs> this box out. No, you you don't know when... I, I need what's in that box. You do not need 400 Cyndaquils. I'm sorry. <laughs> Maybe Pokemon was originally just built for hoarders. I mean, they do have, like, what, 30 boxes in the computer? I feel like they're alluding yeah. to something. <laughs> so, okay, uh, next question, I guess, Pokemon-related. Um, what do you guys think about Fairy-type? Um, I think it's been a long time coming considering the existence of the fairy egg group. The egg? Yeah. Dan, <laughs> how do you feel about fairy type? I think it's great. I think it's uh, going to be an interesting way to rebalance the game. They're going to change a whole lot of stuff. It's going to be a big depart from the, the old formula with one tiny little change, I think. It's It's one more type that's super effective against dragon which i like i like dragon type pokemon but i also like being able to beat them which which now what like triples the amount of tire adds 33 percent more types that dragon is weak to because it was only weak to two before which is total crap which was Uh, ice right it was ice and and dragons dragon ice and dragon yeah yeah. I like so, the fact that um, it's weak to dragon because people use dragon because it's a really strong type, and the dragon types are usually like these very kind of badass-looking Pokemon, and now you're going to have cutesy, adorable little fairies that beat them to a pulp. That makes me smile. <laughs> I agree. It really is still, like, for all the people that are saying, oh, fairy type, so stupid, how could you have a Jigglypuff beat a Garchomp? Uh, have you ever fought a Vanillux against a Garchomp? It's not very fun. <laughs> And that's an ice cream cone, okay? At least Jigglypuff can sing. The ice cream cone looks tasty. Oh, Vanellix. I I never thought that they would top Pineco, but then they did. All I know is that Vanellix would not stand up against one brick break. Bam, it's done. So, another question related to Pokemon. Uh, I found this to be particularly interesting myself. Uh, they recently revealed that it's something really small, and I feel like you have to be a Pokemon like freak to care about this. But the main character has multiple friends, and it's like a little friend group around your main character. Like, do you guys think that they'll just be more rivals? Maybe they'll be like, oh, this rival has the Pokemon you were strong against and the one that you were weak against. So now you have two rivals, the one you kick the ass all the time. Or do you think they'll be a little bit more like actually? 
important to the plot or anything more. I don't know. Do you think they'll just be stupid characters you talk to occasionally that run into you? Or they'll keep calling you all the time. Hey, look. Hey, look. My Pikachu just got stronger. Come come battle him to find out. Come battle me on Route (laughs) 1. Oh, my God. I finally evolved it to a Raichu. (laughs) Oh, I don't know. I don't think that... I think Nintendo still knows who their core audience is for Pokemon, and it's... I mean, I hate to say it, but it's not us. And <laughs> I think they're going to keep the the main core of the game as simple as possible. I don't know. I could see them branch out and have multiple rivals. I don't know if it's going to be like, here's the one you're strong against, and here's the one you're weak against. But I could definitely see... Um, Especially, they're doing triple battles, right? Interestingly enough, they haven't actually shown any kind of triple battle proof, but they've shown Sky and Horde battles, the new, the two new types that they have. But triple battles haven't actually really been shown off, I don't think. Okay. Well, because I could imagine if you're going to have, you know, you have a rival or a friend, you do a double battle. If you if they're going to do a triple, I could see needing more people to kind of fill that out. Kind of like how in the old games it would be, oh, you're going to walk through a forest. Let me come with you so I can heal you every five steps. Oh, I love I love those parts in black and white because you just train endlessly so, and get healed for free. So much free experience. It is almost deserving of its own, like, meme or something with how awesome it is. Like, oh, I can just sit here and fight and you'll heal me all day? This is great. Um, So, oh, man. Okay, Dan just brought up something to me. I'm going to let him bring up the point, okay, because I, I'm, I'm holding the microphone pretty much exclusively here. I was just wondering what you think uh, they're going to do with the street pass and spot pass functionality with the new Pokemon game. I'm interested to see hmm. how you might encounter other players in the game if maybe like you pass somebody and you you were to get a screenshot of their team and and it appears someplace and you can go battle them or something like that or maybe they give you items or something like that i'm sure the the spot pass is going to be um whoa i'm echoing um, I'm sure the spot pass is going to be like Nintendo is going to send gifts to you that way. Um, as far as the street pass, I'm sure it's it's going to be kind of like um, Mario Kart 7, where you can like make your own Grand Prix and people use street pass, they can play it. Like I'm sure you'll have a profile where you can set up your team and there'll be like a special area in the game where you can talk to just random trainers and they'll have whatever team you street pass. Yeah, I could see it like a zone in like whatever, like the battle tower or whatever it ends up being called, where you battle street pass opponents. Because, I mean, like a battle against a random person and the team that they set up just seems like it would make the most sense. Yeah. Very interesting. They kind of had something like that in... I was going to say the trainer house, is that what you're getting around to? Um, it was something in the where you could upload your team. You could go to the battle tower and upload your team, and then you could download like other people's teams to, and then the AI would control them, and you would could battle against them. I do know 
of in I believe it was platinum or hard gold soul silver there was something called the trainer house it may have even been in like Viridian City or somewhere like that where you could go back and you could fight in this little house all these people that you had recently linked up to like traded or battled with and their team mm-hmm. corresponded to the team that they had whenever they battled or traded you which meant that if you had say your competitive battling team ready to go whenever you went to go mess with this other person Whenever you'd battle them, you would fight their teams that they had intended to use for competition purposes. So they would be, like, EV trained, they'd be ready, and, you know, there'd be a strategy set in place. And, yeah, the computer would play for them. But I think you even earned BP or something for beating those fights. So I think that Street Pass, I think it could be something like that, definitely. And I think that they're hinting around the idea kind of similar or even maybe bigger than... I know, Aaron, you're playing Animal Crossing. Uh yeah. I feel like they're going to have something now. They've said they've they've told people go out and expand your 3DS friends list because the people that you have on your friends list now can be directly imported to X and Y if they have X and Y. And I feel like they're going to extend that and make it so people that are like okay, we're friends, but we're also like clearly like best friends in Pokemon. I feel like those people you might like encounter more often in the wild or something if you street pass them. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. Speaking of Animal Crossing, I do. N- I've only street passed like two people in the whole city that have it. In Chicago? Yeah. Aaron, you need to get out more. And their houses are really ugly. No, Chicago's a bad city for street passing. It is. It's gonna say, man, Animal Crossing Chicago probably mimics real life Chicago, Aaron. <laughs> is that why everyone's house is so tiny and it's ugly? Full of weeds. <laughs> Actually, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> Are you trying to say I've been street passing with, like, Section 8 Animal Crossing people? Hey, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I'll go, like, maybe two or three days with no street passes, but the most I'll ever get in a day is maybe, like, three. That's still better than me, and I am I have my 3DS on me more than I have my wallet or my phone, so <laughs> this is not a joke. <laughs> Although I am, I'm very happy um, that they they announced that at McDonald's and Starbucks they're going to set up like every day you can check in with your 3DS at that location and anyone else who comes in over the course of that day it will register as a street pass because I happen to work at a Starbucks. So yeah. oh man, you're about to get all the puzzle pieces. I know. <laughs> oh my god, you bastard! Already, you're going to get all the puzzle pieces. He already has them. He already has oh, them. Oh come on. I'm missing. I'm missing the. I'm missing the pink pieces for uh, the Dylan's Rolling Western, and I think one like regular piece from that puzzle. But I've got everything else. Is there even anything after that one? Because that's the furthest one I've got. No. Why Dylan's Rolling have... Western? First of all, Mutant Muds is better. Second of all, Dylan's Rolling Western. Really? Well, it's owned by Nintendo, and they're trying to promote it. So. Well, double fail. Sorry. I think I only even have one piece from that puzzle. The only reason I finished the Animal Crossing puzzle is because they kept sending out the Miis for E3 that had all of the puzzle pieces. I was like, hell yeah. I'm going to take this piece. I'm going to take this piece. I'm going to take this piece. I think uh, more times than not, when I street pass with someone and I check their puzzle pieces, it's like, no new pieces. Yeah. 
That is get, one of the most frustrating things ever. I always get so mad when I see it's like, you have a street pass. Like, oh boy, no new pieces. Son of a bitch. What's more frustrating than that is when you're buying puzzle pieces with the play coins and you buy end up buying like the same one five times in a row. Uh, that is frustrating. It's only happened to me four, but I, it's actually happened twice. I can remember both times. I was really pissed off. <laughs> Seems like it usually picks pieces for me that I already have. Yeah. Um, so, let's see what's coming up. Oh, I don't know. Um, some Wii U stuff's coming up soon. New Super Mar- or New Super Luigi Brothers Party Awesome House just came out today, I think. The download version did. Did yeah. you tell me about the Super Luigi Brothers Awesome Party House? Because <laughs> Luigi's Mansion wasn't quite the get-up that I was looking for. And no, I'm totally the... kidding, by the way. Luigi's Mansion was amazing, but... Well, did you, did you collect all of the booze and get the Funk Mansion? I'm kidding there, okay? Okay, because once you get to the I funk mansion and they bust out the disco party, it's awesome. <laughs> I lost my save file, so I had to start over again. In Luigi's Mansion? Oh. Yeah, I'm on the first mansion what again. What did you do? Um, I, I lost the SD card that I had Luigi's Mansion downloaded to. It was on its own SD card because I had a tiny one that was full. Nintendo, are you listening? This is why downloaded versions of your games is not a great idea all the time. I'm just telling you now. I've I've upgraded since then, so I managed to fit Animal Crossing, uh, Luigi's Mansion, and Donkey Kong Country Returns 3D all on the same card. And I probably have room for at least one more game. Okay, I don't mean to go really fast and transitioning to the next or another topic, but Donkey Kong, you just mentioned it. Um, I'm... I'm very much personally just putting off my review of it because this game pisses me off so freaking much. But what do you think of it? I love it. I really love it. But this is the first Donkey Kong game I've played since Donkey Kong Country 3 and Donkey Kong 64. What do you think? I think it's a good game. That doesn't necessarily mean that I like it. (laughs) That's such a cheat. What do you think? I think it's good? (laughs) I think it was made... It was made well, and it does what it's supposed to do, but I just don't think it's the right game for me. I think me. part of what it was supposed to do was pissing you off. Okay, then it does it perfectly, because there are times when I want to snap my 3DS in half. Yeah. And I had similar experience with Donkey Kong Country Returns on Wii. Uh, so bad to the fact that when I play it with Joey, we I often have to play an easy, fun game afterwards just to cool down. Like... We I usually make him play uh, Kirby's Return to Dreamland with me cool after we played. Yeah, like I need something cute and fluffy and easy and rewarding. It's funny because I'm looking at David's picture of Pit right now on Skype, and I'm thinking that very thing. <laughs> Sorry that that broke the wall a little bit, but yeah, uh, I I definitely <laughs> agree with you though. Donkey Kong, there's parts of it where I just, I, I, I finally at one point in the volcano world near the end of the game with the, you were, you said it yourself earlier when I was talking to you about the rocket barrel levels. I let oh, Super that. Kong beat the level for me because I just said, you know what? No, just no, this, this is not possible. And it's, I don't know. I really like it. It's really hard. Um, but I feel like 
no Donkey Kong 1, 2, or 3, at least the country games, were that hard. And if they were going for nostalgia, the only thing they did in nostalgia is remind me of how hard games were back then, not Donkey Kong. <laughs> I let the Super Guide basically do every level that has a vehicle, like a minecart or a rocket. I just because I can't do it. I just lose thirty lives and get pissed, and then finally beat it without getting all the Kong letters and feel like I did nothing. Yeah, yeah, it's a hard game. But Animal Crossing, Animal Crossing is not. Animal Crossing would be a good game to cool down from your Donkey Kong fury with. Animal Crossing is so happy. <laughs> It can be a little dark if you uh, think about it like Jesse likes to think about it. He He's invented this story where there's some strange, um, I think, a virus that killed all humans except one. And then he ends up living in a world that's controlled by animals. <laughs> I remember reading there's um, there's one theory that Animal Crossing is it's all about like nuclear holocaust. And you're you're like the last surviving, or your family's the last surviving human. So you're leaving like where your mom and dad live, and you're trying to stake out and colonize new areas for the human race. And that's why they're all like animal people, because that's what animals have evolved after years of radiation. <laughs> I think it's just a cute game. <laughs> yeah, but there's no fun thinking of it like that. <laughs> to chime in on Animal Crossing. It's too cute. I didn't want to buy it. I was pissed that I bought it when it was downloading, and then I started playing it, and I remembered that I can't be mad that I bought it, because there is something that's just cute about it, and it's fun. And Nintendo just made it so much better for me to be able to share a picture of what I was doing. That, I, like, yeah. if they ever hear anything I ever say in my life, unless I'm talking about Pokemon Nintendo, will you let me just take pictures of everything I'm doing all the time? Kind of like how Sony's doing with the PS4, because that would make me really happy. Yeah, I think that we'll definitely see them go in that direction in the future. I mean, you can already do it with most games on Miiverse on Wii U. Really? Is that something that's uh, kind of, like, exclusive to the gamepad, or...? Yeah, you just in in any game if you hit the home button and then you go into Meverse and you're writing a new post, you can click a button to include a screenshot of wherever you you hit the home button at in the game. But some games don't allow it such as Monster Hunter. But it's not as simple as just hit a button on the controller. Yeah, you just hit the home button on the controller and then I mean it it takes you to the home menu and then you would have to go like if you want to share it to Meverse or something. I see. But you can't share it outside of Meverse, at least not yet. That kind of um transitions into another point I wanted to talk about, kind of Nintendo's expansion into what they're doing now as it compares to what everyone else is doing. I feel like obviously right now, being that yesterday Microsoft went back on their news about the Xbox One I feel like that's pretty pertinent, even though this is kind of a Nintendo-focused discussion. I think that it's interesting to note how Nintendo compares to the One and the PS4, now that we know more about them. Um, you guys, I feel like, probably paid more attention to the Wii U during E3, because I don't personally have one, and I didn't really care. Um, I, I watched the videos, I think they look great now, the games that they showed off, but the 3DS was my focus, but... I, I definitely, at some point in the podcast, wanted to make an attempt to ask what you guys thought of the Wii U after E3 versus the other systems. 
and what do you think Nintendo's plans are going to be in the future? And how, maybe even as a sub-question of that, how do you think they'll include the 3DS in that part of their their plan? Um, I think that's kind of an unfair question, just because the Wii U has a head start. So, like, the Microsoft's press conference and Sony's press conference were kind of, here's our system, here's what we may have at launch, whereas Nintendo's was pretty much just, here's everything you're going to be playing in December. Like, theirs yeah. was entirely game-focused because they didn't have to or show... Or like, next year. Yeah. It's like, they didn't have to say, here's what our system can do, because people already have it. So I think like their conference was much more game focused. So asking like, what did you think about their games as opposed to like Sony and Microsoft? Uh, they were better because <laughs> they could actually show them off. Um, I, I just, you have to edit this out of the podcast. Give me a pause. It's the last minute of game seven. I'm going to go watch it for a second. Uh, Aaron, you should respond to the, the thought and Dan wants to as well, but I'll be right back. Okay. Was Cliff just talking about sports things? Yes, he was. So. <laughs> Stanley Cup? <laughs> Game set. Um, sports things? Sports I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that sports ball game match. From Sportland, yeah. <laughs> um, I think... I don't know what I think. I guess the reason I don't really – a lot of people are – I guess they talk about how they're worried about Nintendo or they're being let down by Nintendo. And I guess I have to have a hard time getting with that train of thought because for me it's never been like what what one system can I have to fulfill all my gaming needs and because that doesn't exist and it probably never will. So, you know, I'm interested in what everybody's doing and – I think I have room in my heart for all kinds of game systems, except Xbox One, just because I think it's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I think one thing I would like to see a lot more of is uh, like cross-play functions, like with Monster Hunter does on the Wii U and the 3DS versions. I think that I know that Sony's doing that a lot with the Vita and the PS4, and I, I think Nintendo could easily follow suit with that. I think they could, but I don't think they will, because I kind of think that they think the 3DS and the Wii U are so two completely different, separate entities. Yeah, didn't they announce that Smash Brothers isn't going to have crossplay now, even though everyone thought it would? Well, there's there's going to have there's going to be some sort of like functionality between them, and mm-hmm. the the current theory, because um, if there's one thing I've studied, it's the new Smash Brothers. Um, <laughs> the current theory is that the, the 3DS is going to be more single-player focused and the Wii U is going to be more multiplayer and that there's going to be some kind of an RPG element. Um, I don't know. Nobody knows if it's going to be like an actual level system or if it's going to be like the stickers from Brawl, but there's going to be some way on the 3DS version you can customize your character and then you'll be able to take that character into the Wii U version and use that particular version of Mario, Mega Man, whoever. Um, to play online and battle friends. Crazy. Sounds That's very strange. pure crazy town. Adding RPG <laughs> elements, really, to the main 
meat of the Smash Bros. game? I think they could do it. Stranger things have happened. It'd be interesting. Alright. Goes back. Uh, we seem to have lost David. David's just gone for the time being. He's going to come back if and when he can. If and when? Yeah, he has pretty crappy internet coverage, and so he might not be able to come back. Okay. <laughs> well, I uh, apologize for missing whatever you guys were just discussed. Uh, it appears that the Heat have won the finals, so I'm pretty upset about that. But anyway. The Heat, the, they do basketball. Um, basketball. water polo. Oh, okay. With uh, LeBron James, who's kind of like the um, Garchomp of basketball. <laughs> yeah. It's a good way to put it, I feel like. He's a bastard. <laughs> He's a bastard. <laughs> anyway, uh, so I was going to ask, or I, I kind of wanted to follow up on the idea of the Wii U as it, as it kind of translated to the other systems, and I was mostly bringing it up because I know that it definitely got a head start. I agree with the ideas that it came first, so Nintendo was kind of saying what it wanted to do. So I guess the reason why I brought it up was, is this evident, do you think, more of their idea to go with Nintendo? Like, their plan. They don't really care about what Microsoft and Sony are doing, and if you like Nintendo, you'll get Nintendo games. I feel like it's a lot like, even though Pixar doesn't seem to have that like real competitive nature against any other company that is really a threat. It seems like people will like Pixar like Pixar. It doesn't matter whether you're 10 or, you know, 60, you're going to see their stuff. And I guess that was kind of, do you think Nintendo's going to keep that idea going even stronger in the future? Or do you think they are really legitimately still trying to capture some of the market share that Sony and, and Microsoft are? I think that they're just content to do their own thing right now. I And I know that their focus is on games, and it's probably not going to change. Uh, even it's read something recently where they were, someone was talking to Iwata about how he felt about used games. And he said that their, their theory about blocking used games is to just make games that people don't want to get rid of. And you know, I think that summed up their, their theories perfectly. It's true. It's a lot harder to part with a Nintendo game than a lot of other games. It's, their games are the only ones I've ever regretted getting rid of. <laughs> yeah, I could see a few a few exceptions because I wanted to play them at specific moments. But yeah, definitely, I I can't really think of a Nintendo game I got rid of and was happy about it. Yeah, I don't really trade games anymore anyway for various reasons. But even when I was, I just really clung on to most of my Nintendo games. So I th- I think they're content to do their own thing and. What I was saying earlier while you were watching your your water polo match is that um, I've always had at least two consoles. I would have a Nintendo console and then something else to fill in the gaps. So I just don't think they feel even feel like they need to be like the all-inclusive game console for every household. I would totally agree with that, Aaron. <laughs> Welcome back, David. I, I would absolutely, I would absolutely agree 100% to um, both points that were just made. I feel they were very valid, and uh, again, I agree. <laughs> it's as if you never went anywhere. Uh, um, it's such, did, such seamless integration. Did okay, we finish, so, 
talking about Smash Brothers because I I want to talk no. about okay. I haven't no, gotten to say anything about Smash Brothers. We are not done yet. Oh, thank okay, we'll say some stuff about Smash Brothers, but let's try to wrap up in ten minutes or so. Okay, that sounds perfectly acceptable. Um, <laughs> Smash Brothers. So I wanted to say really quickly, uh, I like what they're doing. I think that the ever, so far, pretty much everything that they've said about it makes me happy. Um, I didn't really expect it to be cross. cross uh, I'm sorry, cross-platform play like 3DS and Wii U. I, that would be nice, but I'm not really upset that that isn't happening. Um, but other than that, for Smash Brothers. Um, I guess I would really like to see this become, and I, I read an article about this recently, I would like to see Smash Brothers become Nintendo's best possible equivalent to Call of Duty, Halo, games like that with its online play. I think it was either Nintendo World Report or Nintendo Land or something like that, or Nintendo Life, I'm sorry, uh, where I read about uh, the idea that Smash Brothers could potentially become the Call of Duty or Halo for Nintendo. And I think that even if they took the ideas that they have in Animal Crossing, Mario Kart 7, a few other things like the Miiverse, at least the, the Wii U version could potentially be that. That's my hope. Um, I don't expect them to pull it all off and become like this, I go online and see 500,000 people playing Smash Brothers every single day. But if I got online and could play a good game of Smash Brothers against somebody, I would really be happy. And I think that I would also really like to see, even though they're talking about how they're trying to make it so the 3DS version and the Wii U version aren't that much different, I wouldn't really be upset if they were. I like the fact that the 3DS version has exclusive stages that are more handheld-based. I would like to see that extend to the characters. I would like to see that extend to more than that, even if it meant that characters that were exclusive to each version were there because they were in handheld games versus console. Uh, Sakurai has already kind of said that won't happen, but... My thoughts all just kind of coming out at once. I really am excited about Smash. Um, I'm probably going to buy the 3DS version before I buy the Wii U version, personally. But I really think that they're going the right way with it. I like um, that they seem to... Because, you know, Sony had their Smash Brothers. um, And I like the fact that it seems like, in some respects, they kind of looked at that and said, Huh, what did they do that maybe we could do? Because, um, you know, Mario defeats enemies by jumping on their heads, and Mario doesn't jump on people's heads in Smash Brothers. But I like the fact that the new characters especially play exactly how they did when they come from their games. Like, in, in one of the interviews, Sakurai was saying, like, yeah, Mega Man basically has, like, two melee attacks. He has an, he has an uppercut from Marvel vs. Capcom, and he has a slide. Every other move he has in, that, in this game is a projectile because Mega Man shoots. That's all he does. He doesn't punch. He doesn't kick. He just shoots. And so it's like Mega Man stepped straight out of the Mega Man games. And the same thing with um, the villager. Like, he picks up. If you throw any item at him, if you shoot anything, he picks it up and puts it in his pocket because picking things up and putting them down is the entire point of Animal Crossing. That's all you do in that game. So I really like how each character is kind of really, really... You also shake things. The well, yeah. Fit Trainer constantly gives you health tips. Exercise oh. to do later, after you're done playing Smash Brothers. She has some cool-down yoga with you. I also want to say that um, the fact that the Wii Fit Trainer is a playable character in Smash Brothers is fucking amazing. I love that so much. <laughs> I think it's hilarious, and I think it's amazing, and... Uh, 
I I love all the people who are like, this is ridiculous, this is silly, this is a waste of a character slot. Like, because I don't think anyone gave a shit about the Ice Climbers or Mr. Game & Watch or Rob or, like, any of these obscure characters that nobody right. cared about. It's like, but now everybody loves them and they're classic and everybody wants to see them back. It's like, it's the same thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I, I think it's funny. I was watching an interview where they were talking about it. It's like... You know, we get a lot of requests for characters in Smash Brothers, and this this wasn't one of them. Nobody requested this. <laughs> but I love that. I mean, I love the fact that um, they're kind of, like, keeping everybody on their toes. Um, I do, however, want to make a quick counterpoint, because um, I know you were saying that I really, really like that the 3DS version has, you know, more portable stages, and the Wii U will have, like, more console game stages. I hope that's not entirely accurate. Because uh, if I miss out on a big screen HD version of a location from Kid Icarus Uprising, I will cry. You know, that's that uh, I can empathize. I play as Pit in Brawl. He is my favorite character. Kid Icarus Uprising is one of my favorite 3DS games. And that's kind of why I'm buying the 3DS version. But I definitely can uh, feel that. But I mean, if, if Pit's going to be on the Wii U version, he's got to have a stage. And I, I hope I, I really hope that it's from Uprising. If for no other reason than um, Uprising has one of the best soundtracks from any game of the last, like, ten years, and oh, yeah. I would love to hear all of the different remixes. Dan has not gotten a chance to play Uprising himself yet. I'm going to lend out my copy to him pretty soon, but I, I definitely agree that. Aaron, did you ever play it by any chance? No, sir, I did not. Well, you're missing out. I know you don't play a lot of games that require, like, first-person camera and shooting and craziness, but... No, they make me vomit. Well, (laughs) (laughs) take some diazepam and play Kid Icarus, okay? (laughs) I even play... I'm one of the few people who even played Skyrim in third-person view. I actually usually do as well. I love third-person Skyrim. Dan also plays. Well, at least I'm not in the minority in this group. Okay, so I have one last question before we all stop, and this is kind of more specifically aimed at 3DS stuff. It's kind of um, kind of a biased question, considering that I'm kind of doing an article on it myself. But uh, what are the, I guess, just two or three games that you guys are the most excited about this year for the 3DS? Because I feel like 2013, never mind that it's a new launch year for new systems, whatever. I feel like even if that wasn't the case, 3DS did kind of claim this year as, like, it's year. There's a lot of great games. And what are the one or two or three that you guys are the most excited about? And maybe other than Pokemon. Aww. I know. Come on. I'm not just going to go to number one immediately. <laughs> Someone go before me while I uh, very quickly look at a list of upcoming games. Um, <laughs> I, w- I would have to... Uh, my number one, it's, no, it's not technically 2013, but just the fact that it's, and it exists, number one would probably have to be Smash Brothers for 3DS. Um, as far as 2013 3DS games, I'm really looking forward to the new Mario and Luigi. Um, I really like the Mario and Luigi RPGs. They're really fucking funny. Um, and they're just, the one is probably my favorite Game Boy Advance game. Um, I didn't play the second one, but Bowser's Inside Story is playing as Bowser in that game just made me want a Bowser game. Like I wish Nintendo would just make a game where you're just Bowser. Um, I agree. Um, and the fact that it's on 3DS and the fact that 
Luigi has kind of like the starring role and you like mess with him while he's sleeping to affect the overworld and the fact that it's the exact same art style but now it's in like 3D models it looks really cool and um yeah I'm just I'm a sucker for the Mario and Luigi games and I'm really looking forward to the fact that there's a brand new one I'm really excited about the uh the new Link to the Past sequel uh the the way they're going to use um the 3D, they're going to have you be able to go flat against walls and solve puzzles in a kind of a, um, almost resembling Fez kind of way where you are attached to surfaces. It sounds really fascinating and, and really interesting, and I'm, I'm excited about it. I have the video for that on my 3DS, and I watch it probably like two or three times a week. <laughs> That's a real Zelda <laughs> fan right there. <laughs> I also, I like the fact that it's not, like, A Link to the Past remake with a new ability. It's a sequel. Like, I like the fact that it's the same world and the same character, but a totally new story. And I really want to see where they go with it. I definitely agree. that The fact that they announced, uh, was I, I can't really say his name completely right, but Anuma or Anoma or whatever his name is, the director of Zelda, coming out and saying that there's a really big really pivotal event that happens at the start of the game really excites me because I don't care that it's going back to Link to the Past world. I care that it's a sequel to Link to the Past and that there's characters from that and things from that that are going to keep coming along. I think that's really cool. Link to the Past is my favorite Zelda game, so I'm pretty stoked for that one as well. I was going to say, just to weigh in on the, the question myself, since none of you guys actually mentioned it, I uh, don't know how much you guys really care about Batman, but you should really look into the Batman game that's coming out on the 3DS, uh, only for the fact that it's, well, not only for the fact, I guess, largely to the fact that it's kind of like a Metroid game, and the things that I've read about it and kind of seen so far from screens and videos look really impressive. Um, it really seems like they've got the idea of being Batman and playing like Metroid down very well. They did a Spider-Man game like this on the DS, and I thought it was all right, but this kind of seems like especially on the 3DS after Castlevania came out and wasn't really Castlevania. We don't really have a Metroid game yet. I feel like Batman, never mind the fact that Batman is freaking awesome, is pretty exciting that they're going to have a cool-looking Batman game on the 3DS that also looks really, really, really nice uh, visually. Is this, like, this is an Arkham game, right? It's like Arkham... Arkham Origins Blackgate, I believe, is the exact title. I was going to say Arkham Bonanza, but I knew that probably wasn't right. <laughs> I would pay so much money for a game called Batman Arkham Bonanza. Yeah, if you guys haven't seen this, really, I'd really encourage you to look up a video or, like, even just screenshots of it. It really looks pretty interesting. Like, it's definitely Batman. They keep the idea of playing as Batman. You can't actually jump. Uh, you can glide, but you can do all this other stuff that Batman can do, uh, largely based around, like, the, the grappling hook and things like that. But it looks really cool, and it looks like they have the idea of Metroid down better, or Metroidvania down better than Castlevania did. And uh, I liked Castlevania. No hate on that. Mirror of Fate was all right, but I think that this looks really cool. And I'd say beyond Zelda and Pokemon, that would be my number three most anticipated game of the year for the 3DS. Um, the only one I can think of that we haven't listed already, because we've listed all the good ones that aren't Pokemon, um, is that Scribblenauts DC game. Even though I haven't played uh, whatever the newest Scribblenauts is, Unlimited. I played the first two on DS, and I love them. 
I also think this one looks really interesting, and also not to hate on, or not not hate on, but I guess not mention uh, Atlas because they are the unspoken RPG heroes. I feel like uh, Shin Megami Tensei Four, which comes out next month, I think could be one of the really cool RPGs and just in general games of the year for the 3DS. Um, I feel like anybody that really likes not just RPGs, but specifically uh, specifically Atlas's style of going about games should really check this out. I'm, I'm not much of a strategy person, um, but I am very intrigued by Cro- Project Cross Zone just because you can have Frank West and Shenko and two of the girls from Soccer Wars team up all together with Ulala from Space Channel 5. Any game where that can happen, I feel like I just have to own out of principle. Any game with Ulala in it is worth owning. True. I feel the same. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> it's like, I'm not good at strategy games. I'm not big on RPGs, but I just I feel like I just have to own this game. <laughs> have you guys played the demo? No, not yet. I did, no. and I died very quickly. I see uh, I, I hope it's a little better than the demo. I don't think the demo did a good job of showing off everything the game had to offer. Uh, that is, like, one of the next big releases for the 3DS, and I do have it reserved and kind of want to pick it up, but I hope it ends up being as good as they kind of mentioned that it would be or should be because it was a big project to bring it to the Amer- to America, and I think that that's a little evident in the gameplay, not going to lie. So, um, I think that about does it. Um, we should all probably tell everyone where they can find us now on the internet world. Um, I'm writing a little bit here and there at MaroonersRock.com. Who are you? I'm Aaron, duh. Aaron at Marooners Rock. Yeah. Um... You can still find me on Twitter, same old place, at Aaron Deppert. It's hard to spell, but uh, you'll probably find it. <laughs> Eventually. I don't know. It's, it's like Aaron, like the Pokemon Aaron, if that helps anybody out there. Yeah, they named a Pokemon after me. Cliff, how about you? Aww. I was uh, going to say, well, are we going around in the circle, uh, like clockwise or <laughs> counterclockwise? <laughs> What circle are you going by? I'm looking at Skype. Uh, I'm I'm Cliff. I'm from technically um, 3dsdestination.com. It's a 3ds exclusive site that I run myself. Um, kind of a little, I probably not hard to spell out, but it's like 3ds tenation because it's your destination for 3ds stuff. So go there and you can find my stuff. And uh, I'm also on Twitter, uh, CliffyB3. Um, and occasionally also have articles featured on GamingTruth.com and GameFreaks365.com. Go, David, go. Is it my turn? Okay. Sure. Uh, hello, um, I'm David. Uh, you can currently hear me on uh, the 8-Bit Podcast at 8BitGamers.net. Uh, you can also find me on Twitter and Tumblr both at DFD Fleming at D-F-D-F-L-E-M-I-N-G. And I'm Dan, and you can find me on the Pokemon Live Tournament, haunting your, tearing up your Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> Laying waste to your team. 
Um, so Crushing the, the hopes and dreams of everyone. Uh, our intent is to uh, get these up bi-weekly. Um, RoboAwesome, in its previous form of of writings and videos and such, is is still probably going to be no more. But if it lives on as a bi-weekly podcast, I think I'm content with that. Because um, they're fun and easy to produce, and I don't have to really think a whole lot about it. <laughs> Clearly, <laughs> the the either being a half an hour late and whatnot, but you know. But um, I think in the future we could probably we could probably even maybe structure them. Like we could do, you know, maybe even like a quick little game review that we would read on the podcast. Um, you know, there's lots of ideas that we could we could throw around at each other, see what happens. So, like poo from a monkey. Yes. Um. I guess if you'd like to contact anyone who's involved with the show at general, you could still tweet us um, at robo underscore awesome um, or millions of other ways that I'm sure you could find quite easily. It's the internet. You'll figure us out. Yep. Just head to roboawesome.com. It's all there. Um, So that's it. That's a wrap. That's a wrap. We don't have Jesse. Who's going to do the sign out? Uh, That was was the sign out when I said that's a wrap. Oh, okay. I'm not as fancy as Jesse is. I definitely hope to do more of these in the future. Um, I agree with doing a little bit more structured. That'd be awesome. Like I, uh, I actually kind of before running into the house and trying to set up Skype and figure all this out and get it all figured out and great stuff. Tried to kind of like run over with Dan, what we were going to like kind of talk about and, um, I really have been trying to think about all day just things to like kind of bring up and think about talk about. So if we could do that more in the future, I would definitely be excited to. Uh, Aaron, I don't know who's who is doing the editing of this. This I will. Okay, uh, when you get it done, let me know. And if you could send me the file, I'd really love to put it on my site. Uh, okay. And if you either of you guys, I I don't know if you can tell from the discussion, but I'm really 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 in love with the 3ds uh, and not just the site and whatnot, but I. This like this thing is like my fucking like console. It was made for me. I don't know why. It just I love this thing. And That's like I was just talking um with uh the guys over at Ape Gamers and we were talking about like the E three and the new console generation. And I was just realizing it's like, wow, you know, I have a Wii U and I enjoy my Wii U and I have an Xbox three sixty and I enjoy my three sixty and all that, but really it's like the thing that I took away from E three is I really like my three D S. Like yeah. I just want to play portable games. I don't give a shit about consoles. That's like exactly how I feel. I mean, I'm trying to quit smoking, so it's not much of a help there. But, like, when I'm outside and I can just, like, play Animal Crossing and smoke a cigarette, I don't know what could really, for a gamer, be more relaxing. I just love it. Like, I just – it is – it really is, like, the really portable – you know, it's still connected – um, actually, at the three places I'm at most frequently, my house, my work, and my girlfriend's house, I'm already online when I go there because of the three different connection settings you can have. So it's great because even though it's still a handheld, it's still like nice and connected kind of for me. And yeah. I really feel like it's a good example of a system doesn't need to have everything. It needs to have what the gamer themselves wants. And if that's enough, that's enough for a huge amount of people if they really know how to take advantage of it. And like, that's why I really enjoy doing 3DS stuff and look forward to doing more of it in the future um, with you guys. Because if you guys are big fans of it, like, I fucking love this thing and like talking about it, so. 
I had like a a year like 2012 or so. I didn't really touch it a whole lot, but I've been really into it lately. Well, you were missing out in 2012, my friend, but uh-uh. it's okay. 2012 it's okay. was a good year. You didn't have Kid Icarus to play because your crazy weird sickness, but that's okay. <laughs> have you, yeah, so you have played Luigi's like... Mansion, and you're okay. You're in the first mansion. How far did you get before? Uh, maybe like the fourth mansion. Wow, so you almost beat it then. Damn, dude. Yeah. I'm in the Starting last all over. one now. I'm in the last one, but it's... I don't know. I'm, Am I, I really the only wanna... one out of the three who has actually beaten it? Probably. Probably. Okay. I I really want to get to this uh, Studio 54 mansion now, though. Oh, yeah, the Disco Mansion's awesome. <laughs> the I Boogie Nights mansion? <laughs> well, I'm going to go out and have a cigarette and relax. Uh, it's been great to do this. Uh, Aaron, let me know whenever you get this all done. And yep. David, I don't know the if you goal. have me on Facebook, but add me or something and check out the site I, or something if you can. I was going to say, um, I'm definitely going to drop by the site, and I don't know if we are connected, but we definitely need to get 3DS friend codes exchanged and swap note. Hell yeah, if I actually had mine in my pocket right now, like I do about 90% of the time, I would give it to you. But I will, uh, if you if you add me or if I add you, I'll send you my friend code and we'll get that taken care of. Yeah, we'll David figure that out. David's doing an amazing series of swap notes right now, all about if Mario and Luigi were dicks instead of people. <laughs> <laughs> they are. It's Mario and Luigi saga. Come on. <laughs> By the way, David, I really share your enthusiasm about that. When I played Paper Mario Sticker Star, I was like, okay, this is cool, but where the fuck is Mario and Luigi? Yeah. I, uh, Sticker Star, like... I was never uh, huge into Paper Mario, but I was like, you know what? 3DS version, I'll give it a chance. It looks like fun. I was like, wait, you mean to attack, I need a sticker? So if I run out of stickers, I'm fucked? I'm done with this. That was among the worst RPG design I've seen in a long time. I completely agree. I, I never finished it. That's sad to me, but it was, oh, God. One of the few 3DS games I feel like I was really excited about was really wrong about. It was all right. That's about it. <laughs> But anyway, you guys have a good night. I'll talk to y'all soon. Alright, bye. Podcasts are hard.